Welcome to the True Masculine Project. My name is Eric. I'm your host and fellow student on the path of masculinity. On this show, we will discuss personal development and masculine principles so we can be the best men that we can be. If you are new to the show, welcome, and you may want to head on over to the intro episode. Uh, describes the format and a little bit more about what we want to cover here. And for the rest of us, on to the show. Hey, and uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, today we're going to finish the, what is obviously a three-part series on the Rational Mail. Uh, I usually do about three hours of a book per episode. Um, And I was six hours in, if you were listening to the last one, but I just went ahead and powered through, which is why this podcast is a little late, because although the time was fairly long, uh, the the remainder of the six hours, there wasn't a lot of, I'm going to say, useful um, information. There were some things which we'll talk about today, and we'll just sort of see how this goes, because I feel a lot of it may just be reiterating uh, some of my thoughts and feelings on his prior opinions you know, too long, didn't listen. Um, the sort of like women rule the world based on this uh, social structure argument, I found to be unfounded. There may be some things that people do based on conditioning or this sort of idea that uh, because of women's sort of they have two separate competing uh, values, according to him, which I'll even agree with on here is that you uh, want to attract the most high value mate that you can as far as genes and stuff go, but those can be hard to find and someone who is also going to be willing to stay. Uh, But some of his conclusions that he draws feel like women bashing to me without um, any evidence. Uh, Obviously the dude's got a lot of fans, so you could take that for what you will as far as I'm concerned. And it wasn't like I hated on the entire thing. If you listen to the first two episodes, you could see that um, I agree with a lot of what he had to say when it came to actual uh, behaviors. But in any case, let's get into it. So we pick back up and he starts off again with the age again for long term relationships. And the reason why he says that dudes shouldn't enter any long term relationships until later in life is just based on the sexual marketplace or sexual market value. Um, if you're not familiar with this, the, it's the general concept that a man becomes more high value the older that he gets. You start to sort of settle into who you are, uh, what you'll stand for, what you won't stand for. You've also had a longer time to gain world experience and resources, which, you know, genetically speaking, is what did, dudes did. Protect and preside, provide, right? And then uh, women, on the other hand, it's sort of the opposite. So a woman's sexual value will be the highest at around, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21. Uh, We're just talking about physical looks here, right? And then based on time goes, that's going to sort of slide down the scale, right? So this is why dudes uh, tend to date just down because what we're looking for is youth and fertility. Now, this isn't always the case that women hit the wall, as he calls it, at 30. But that's his sort of cutoff age for when, you know, maybe things may be more difficult in pregnancy. I'm not sure if that's true. Um, And there was just so much anti-woman stuff in here that I wasn't even going to Google if that's true. It might be true. And people need to understand that if it is, in fact, harder to get pregnant um, after after you're 30 or so, that, you know, you may be trading 
um, easier pregnancy stuff for your career. And if that's the decision that a woman decides she wants to make, then that's on her, right? If it's harder later, like everybody, I mean, you're some grown ass adults at this point. So whatever she wants to do with her life, let her do it. But there's always trade-offs and consequences to all actions that people make. But he even goes so far as to call women dream killers. Um, and that's a direct quote there, which is silly, right? Like if you get with someone a long-term relationship and then all of your plans and everything change, that's on you for having shitty boundaries um, and not on women as a, you know, a group. You know, if you're the type of guy who needs to move around a lot to make his career work, let's say you're in sports sales and there's not that many jobs, so you move from city to city whenever you can make promotions. I think radio also works the same way. Then whoever you're with in a long-term relationship needs to understand that. But if you decide to give up on your dream of being the most well-known morning radio show host because some woman asked you to do it, then that's on you and not on her. And, you know, as long as you enter into the relationship with this sort of stuff on the table, I don't see any problems with that. Remember, long-term relationships, uh, the problem is that you end up with dudes who go, like, they just have serial monogamy experience. So they go from one long-term relationship to another long-term relationship, but they don't get any, what do I like, what don't I like experience because you spend years dating people that you end up really not liking due to X, Y, Z. So really, like I said, I don't think it's about age whenever you should sort of settle down for a longer term it's really about experience and what you have uh, going on in your life now the next section he talks about is i'm just going to go ahead and agree with this one is about dress but uh essentially being in shape physically and why that is important uh you know there's just sort of a thing that women don't care about looks um and to an extent this may be true but don't get it twisted if she finds a guy attractive physically that also happens as well um, working out is good for you anyway, uh, makes your clothes fit better, makes you feel better. That sluggish feeling that you have from lugging all those extra LBs around can't feel good. I know when I put on some extra weight, it doesn't feel good. So you should be working to improve yourself in all areas, not because there's something wrong with you, but because you want something better out of your life, or at least you want to live a little bit longer. And if you decide that health is not important, just know that you're working from a deficit. Uh, you know, not everybody's perfect in all regards when it comes to engaging with women. Uh, but you need to get your physicalness on point and just figure out something that works for you. There's also all sorts of stress and, you know, process related benefits when it comes to the brain, which exercise helps, you know, reduce a lot of those issues people may have the tension from the day, which is, you know, all the other benefits of the reason why it's important. But to not exercise because you feel like you can work on a set of skills, a behavior, or modes of being, I think that's going to get it done 100% of the time is just not true. Remember, uh, people are going to make judgments right or wrong based on your outward appearance. So if you do not look like you care about yourself or can take care of yourself, why would someone else believe that you can care about them or take care of them? Get it right, get it tight, boys, not just for the ladies. And before he gets into his iron rules, uh, which I'll go over some of the ones that I thought were more interesting, he even goes as far as to say the reason we don't have male hormonal birth control is due to the feminine imperative, as he calls it, that there would be um, an additional sexual revolution if dudes had an access to hormonal birth control and didn't have to use uh, condoms, right? Now, I don't think the reason why there isn't male hormonal birth control has anything to do with 
women trying to keep that sort of hormonal stuff out of dudes' hands, and more that someone probably ran a focus group and they didn't have enough guys who would be willing to pay for it where you could just throw a rubber on, um, which I'm a big fan of condom use. And they just somehow decided, you know, science gets done in this country based on money. So if not enough people are going to buy the shit, then it's just not going to work. Funnily enough, I think that I've seen stuff that they have tried to do this and they just haven't really figured out a way to make it work. But um, I'm not big on hormonal things, which I will actually get to when uh, I talk about the birth control section because he's got some thoughts on that. So one of the uh, one of his early rules I tend to agree with is that men should control the frame or basically any relationship you're in uh, with the opposite sex, you should have frame control. Um, frame is sort of a term that came up in the dating scene to decide what uh, reality, and I'm putting some quotation marks, but what is the universe that you sort of existed in? And then did you pull her into that or did she, did she pull you into her system? So basically, are you following her down your, I'm trying to see where this is going to go path, or are you doing things the way that she wants to do them? Uh, remember, like we talked about in the um, in the dating episodes that we covered before, is that the feminine, in that, you know, man or woman, depending on who's the most feminine in the relationship, needs to be the one who cares the most about the relationship. Uh, the moment the dude cares more about the relationship than anything else in his life, that relationship is probably over not saying that she is not important but you can't load all of your um emotional eggs into your relationship basket um, i could pull out the book as far as uh, models is concerned we've explained this a little bit more eloquently in the past so a frame if you walk up to someone and you are having a fun good time and that's the attitude that you bring that is your frame now if she was you know not having a good time but then she decides to go ahead with it because you're fun and frankly people want to feel better so having a good time is better than having a bad time now she is in your frame um if you are planning dates and sort of guiding her along your process like hey uh, we're going to go on a date here like how do you think about that that is in your frame like you're controlling the sort of relationship if you're the fun awesome guy uh who is high value based on behaviors and you know she does her little tests or whatever and everything works out fine you are still in your frame now if you decide to start compromising yourself and this whole entire thing could go down to men have shitty boundaries because they're willing to sacrifice themselves for vagina and stop doing it um <laughs> you could write a whole you don't even need a whole book just a sense stop it but if you start sacrificing parts of yourself to get laid then you enter her frame now um I don't know. I guess that could be sort of controversial. I'm actually going to go ahead and agree with this. You do not. The problem is people are compromising themselves for relationships on things that they actually really give a shit about. And then they get mad later when it doesn't work out. Just don't do it. And you won't have that problem. Uh, the next one I'll sort of agree with here is never talk about how many girls you slept with. Um, now, there's really no reason to bring it up. If like, why are we even talking about this sort of thing anyway? Unless there's some sort of number that you want to keep somebody under, which you might want to look at why you feel that way in the first place. Now, if you have some sort of sex equals purity sort of hang up, that's on you. Now, I'm also not judging that. Just know that you're going to have to try and ways to filter for that if that's something important to you. Um, but also, I would just recognize that if you would jump on every opportunity to sleep with every girl who would offer it to you, 
uh, then maybe you might want to rethink that prejudice, but to each their own prejudice, preference, whatever. Um, but in any case, I don't know. It's just a dumb fucking question and it doesn't matter. So I don't know why people bring it up. I don't want to know. So we don't bother talking about it. It's also just weird talking about exes in general. Now, if this is something that she brings up a lot out of some needy place where she just really needs to know how many women she can compare herself to, that may be a red flag for other weird emotional issues, or it may not. This is up to you what you believe uh, is good or bad behavior in a relationship, right? I just don't understand why that is a big deal. Uh, Number three, any woman who makes you wait for sex, the sex is never worth the wait. Uh, before a relationship, and it needs to happen before a committed relationship, according to him here, and desire cannot be negotiated, something we spoke about in the first part. I'm going to agree that you desire, you can't start having sex with someone based out of obligation. Obligated anything is never as good as something that people actually want to do. Now, as far as how many dates you should use before you get to sex or whatever, I think this really depends on how sexually active a person you are and how high that ranks on your list of things that you are looking for. Uh, Most men are frankly looking for somebody to be sexually open with them. Um, So if it feels like someone wants to have sex with you, but isn't doing it until X amount of dates because she doesn't want to look like a slut and you haven't given any reason that you would judge her for sleeping with you, I don't know. At, at, at that point, you want to bounce out your can. He said that his rules were um, anywhere between one to three dates was fine over the course of a couple of weeks. Anything longer than that, she's probably not interested. Personal experience, I'm going to say I agree with that. If it's taken more than three dates and you aren't the type of person who's saving themselves for marriage, or, you know, you're going on a month, man, unless this is uh, some sort of religious thing and you decide you're going to stick around because it's also important for you and not because you think this woman might be the one or she's special, but because remember we talked about this, the one is not a thing and I'm going to agree with that too. No such thing as soulmates. You find people with characteristics that you like and then you just make it fucking work, uh, which we'll get down to what he thinks about relationships being work. Anyway, if people are paying games in any department of a relationship and it feels like this is a game, Feel free to withdraw yourself from the game unless you like playing games. If you win over a girl playing games, you're going to have to continue to play games. And ain't nobody got the time for that. And now a brief word from one of our sponsors, Audible. Hey, so we have all heard that knowledge is power. So if knowledge is power, access and the ability to digest that knowledge is a superpower. Uh, However, not all of us have time to sit and read at the end of the day in our busy lives full of hustle and bustle. We are always on the move and in the middle of working long hours, trying to get things done, working on side projects, or frankly, just taking care of yourself and your family. You may not have time to sit down and read. And that's why I love Audible. Audible allows you to take advantage of those transition moments like the gym, like your drive to work, like cooking, to install new knowledge that you did not have before to help take you from where you are now to where you want to be. There are thousands of titles available on Audible, including bestsellers like Ryan Holiday's The Obstacle is Away, Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel Kahneman, and others. Start your 30-day trial today and your first book is free. Go to audibletrial.com slash trueMPpodcast to get started. 
That's audibletrial, A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-L.com slash true, T-R-U-E-M-P podcast. And now, back to the show. Anyway, um, as far as my overall feelings about the book, like whenever he's just talking about maybe like attitudes or mindsets, I could probably agree with 75-80% if it really depends on the topic. But then sometimes he veers off into this women bashing thing or that people never uh, downplay the things that women do uh, when they mess things up or whatever. Uh, basically, it seems that like the world is against men or specifically the way the West is, is against men. So here's an easy one. Uh, one of his rules is never allow the woman to be in control of the birth. Uh, basically, condoms or pulling out without trusting her to take her pills on time uh, because of how many women they get pregnant on accident. And uh, he said he pulled out some data, which apparently after the pill came through is that more women were getting pregnant on accident. I find it unlikely that any dude who is listening to this sort of thing is ever going to get far enough in game or be attractive enough for a woman to try to trap him with a baby. Um, now, this has happened before. There's even terms for it. Baby's called cans. And you can uh, Google that bad boy, but be warned, explicit warning. I'm not going to drop it on this show because I'm trying to keep the M-bombs to a minimum. But that's because he says that when a woman gets pregnant, people look at dudes like, oh, you should have wrapped up. But if she gets pregnant because she, quote unquote, forgot to take her pills, and this is like basically paraphrasing from his book, there's never everyone like bashing on her for getting pregnant basically as a single mom, which he has sort of a issue with. So, like, I'm with you that if you're out here running around that you should wrap it up. Like, I wouldn't trust any of these people that you are dating uh, that they're on the pill. Fuck uh, fuck the pill part of it, which I'll come back around to in a second. But you don't know what they have. And the pill doesn't protect her any STDs. So just wrap it up. Just wrap it up, dude. It's never worth just not wrapping it up. So wrap it up. But, like, why is it necessary to bring the, the ladies, the woman's comparison in, which may or may not be true, but you can just mention that a dude should be like making sure that she that he is taking care of his stuff so he don't have to worry about any random babies that he did not want. My only comment on the pill and why I personally do not like to date women who on the pill is this. And I will link some articles into the show notes. But mate selection when a woman is on the pill has been proven in studies to adjust what she would normally choose, right? So she would choose, she'll choose a different type of man, one with rounder face features. Um, and there's actually an article on the Behavioral Scientist website, behavioralscientist.org. Um, I'll link a few different ones. My issue with that is um, I don't want you to choose me based on some hormonal change. Then let's say later down the road, you get off the pill. Uh, because we decide we want to have a kid, but now because you wouldn't have chosen me based on any sort of characteristics that this particular woman chooses her mates off of, uh, once your hormones go back to normal, then the relationship can sort of die out. Uh, humans do a lot of stuff with smell. Uh, this is why a woman you're attracted to generally smells good to you, even if she's a little funky. They still smell nice, right? That's on purpose. This is how you know. Anyone who's too close to you is going to smell weird. That's another fun genetic fact or whatever. But that's my bigger issue with birth control is that I can never be sure that your feelings towards me are based on, you know, your default setting on if you would like me or not. 
And it's not possible, in my opinion, to build a long-term relationship from with that being the case, unless she's going to take the pill forever. Um, and you guys don't plan on having kids, and that's just your chosen method of contraceptive, then uh, have at it. That's just my only concern with women on the pill. I'm not worried about uh, some lady catching me into some 18 years of child support situation, because one, if I'm balling like that, um, and I am not fine having a baby, then I just put on a condom. Even if I'm broke and not born like that, if I'm not fine having a baby with whoever this person is, I just put on a condom. Maybe he feels that that type of saying isn't done as often on women's side. Frankly, I don't care. If there's anything that you can control in your life to make something not an issue, just do that and don't complain because you trusted somebody else to do something that you could easily do. And you didn't, right? Don't put something that's super important to you into the hands of someone else. Um, there's a, some other crazy stuff that I think he said. Uh, men believe love matters for the sake of it. Women love opportunistically. That's sort of a weird thing for me, too, because all relationships, whether they're romantic or otherwise, are based on give and take. And things that obviously Sarah's fulfilling a need for me and I fulfill a need for her based on companionship, how we want to be treated, uh, how we want to go through lives and these things are equal. If at some point these things are no longer equal and they are irreconcilable differences, this is why you have the problems that you have, right? Like, But if you have chosen correctly up front because you picked a woman who matches what you are trying to do as a person, personality-wise, you'll find a physical suit for those things to look good in. All relationships are quote-unquote opportunistic if an exchange of any sort of feelings or goods or services or whatever is what makes a relationship opportunistic, then all relationships are opportunistic. Then he's got some other things I think are fine. Uh, physical leagues are not a thing. I will agree with that. If you are disqualifying yourself before you even walk up to go talk to somebody based on some invisible barrier that you can conceive to be a league, that's on you, not on her. Uh, the whole entire thing about this being a man thing is that you need to have <laughs> principles and rules that you are willing to abide by and live your life by. And if someone doesn't agree with those, you don't fold on those just because someone else doesn't agree. Now, sometimes people have shitty beliefs and that can be the case. But if you don't believe that walking up to someone and flirting with them and people around them know it is a problem, then if someone tries to shame you for it, they just jokingly laugh about it and continue talking to whoever you're talking to. Uh, don't let outside appearances or what people have to say affect your daily life and you'll have less problems. And, you know, this isn't to say that you're going to get every girl you walk up to because you won't, right? She's going to have qualifications that she's looking for, just like you have your qualifications. But don't disqualify yourself based on looks when also, fun fact, you don't know her. So maybe she does things that you don't like or maybe you disagree on something that's fundamental and the relationship would not have worked anyway. But don't elevate people to pedestals before you even talk to them, man. All in all, I can see why uh, this book sold a lot. That this theory, the red pill sort of men, um, was popular or is popular, frankly, on the internet. Because it's got a lot of truth into it. Um, and maybe you could get that angrier sort of dude who's had a bunch of bad experiences with women. Um, not excusing it from those women, but he probably had shitty behaviors didn't bother to realize that some of what he was doing was contributing to his situation. He goes online, he finds this dude who not only is espousing things that works, but then is also saying things that are just sort of derogatory towards women, which make him feel like all of his previous uh, encounters are being 
validated. Um, if you're going to be in any sort of online communities, I would suggest against this one, especially particularly for dating, because of the mindset uh, towards women that these guys seem to take. You can take a lot of the good, positive things from this book, uh, you know, dating around a good experience in life. Don't settle down with somebody whose values don't match yours, how you need to have boundaries and what those look like. But some of the ways that he has of of employing or displaying these boundaries, I'll disagree with. Uh, the majority of how he feels about women, I'll disagree with. There were a lot of things that were right um, that maybe people don't want to acknowledge. Uh, that we went ahead and acknowledged that women communicate differently from men. For instance, um, a lot of the conversation happens on like a subtext, a covert level, as he calls it, which makes it seem a little bit similar. Just that men and women are not the same. So thusly, when it comes to relationships, we may communicate differently. And that's why women feel like we don't get hints. It's because dudes don't hint. Everything that we do, especially when it comes to communication, is going to be direct. He's got some uh, good stuff, Jess. I feel that. You have to be able to filter out some of the mindset stuff that I have problems here. Uh, Mark Manson's book, Models, is, is still, I think, a better sort of... It covers all of the actual dating things that you need um, while also not being just angry towards women for most of it. And it's hard for new people, especially with people getting into mindset work or personal development, to really filter out, okay, I'm going to keep this because this looks right and sounds right. And versus this is BS because you haven't experienced enough in the space to know what BS sounds like. Um, so we'll move on to a new topic next week. Till then, I love you guys. Be good to each other. And I'll see you. Thank you for hanging out with me on the True Masculine Project. Please like, rate, and subscribe in your favorite podcasting app. Uh, if you want to interact with the show, you can catch us on Instagram at true, T-R-U-E, MP underscore podcast. See you next time.